What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show, a time of recording. It is 12.03 p.m. on Tuesday, March 17th, 2020. And with me on the other line, all the way in Somerville, Massachusetts, is our good friend Sam Hannon. Sam, say hi to the people. Let's fucking go. It's good It's good to have you back, man. I don't know how many it's months it's be been. It's uh, uh, we could. I wish we were back under better circumstances. Usually, this, usually yeah. when we're doing long distance, it's because we're lazy. You were saying, "Is this? Is this like we're back? Like we do every like four months?" Uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think I have, or I don't think either of us have earned the right to say no <laughs> to that. <laughs> but luckily, we're not going anywhere for the next yeah. couple months. So hopefully, we yeah. can record. I plan on putting up pods very regularly um and we are going to do a pod about COVID 19 about the coronavirus and ways to keep yourselves entertained and things that we've been doing while in practicing social distancing in more or less isolation uh we obviously encourage everybody who's you know who's listening to this podcast all our friends and family to stay away from people and stay in their homes and wash their hands and <laughs> practice social distancing obviously yeah and and uh we will we'll do sort of a top 10 things to do to keep yourself entertained in social isolation a different time because the number one headline we have to talk about because in a world where there's no hockey there's no baseball there's no basketball there is only nfl free agency and with nfl free agency comes news that me and you and Tens of millions of people around New England were dreading, and that is the news that Tom Brady is not coming back to the Patriots. Your initial reaction was what, Sam? Not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised. Uh, it was really, it was a matter of time. And so I think I had mentally prepared myself for this Tom Brady situation more than I had for the virus situation that we're in. Um, and that I just like pretended like I didn't care and just expected him to leave. So that's where I'm at now. You, I'm like, bra- you braced yourself for the worst. I braced myself for the worst, and it happened, and and I feel better for it, and I'm I'm ready to move on. I I think that we are in what's uh what are the what is the five stages of the five stages of grief? And one of denial. them one of them is denial. You are firmly in denial, <laughs> firmly. Well, we're gonna. I mean, well, let we'll recap like Brady's career what he's meant to this franchise and this region and, and people people general. our age or a whole generation of people who just grew up on nothing but winning yeah we literally have had our entire i mean pretty much most of our lives our conscious memorable lives uh rooting for tom brady and the Patriots. right so in, in february 2002 i had just turned nine you were still eight yeah. and that was yep. when they won their first super bowl and now <laughs> As yeah. I am 27 and you are 26, about to turn 27. Absolutely bananas. It's yeah. absolutely bananas that, that we've had this run. And, um, yeah, I mean, how do we even move on? Is I, I have a couple of underlying questions. What is the state of the AFC East, in your opinion, now that Brady's gone? Uh, I think for most people who are not Patriots fans, the answer is the AFC East is fun again. <laughs> right. Uh I think that by himself, Bill Belichick probably gives the Patriots the advantage still. Yep. Uh, I also have no idea if there's going to be an NFL season, given the state of 
coronavirus. So who knows? Right. Hopefully yeah. it's cleared up by September. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, we honestly don't. We don't. But the Bills getting Stephon Diggs in the midst of all this and Josh, and Josh Norman, who may be over the hill. But regardless, I enjoy the Bills in general. I enjoy yeah. Bills fans and Bills Mafia. I, I kind of root for them. I was rooting for them in that yeah. absolutely bananas playoff game they lost to, uh, in, in horrifying Bills fashion to Deshaun Watson last year. Yeah. Uh, who, by the way, can we have a, a, a brief moment for Deshaun Watson? Who, who 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 woke up to the news that DeAndre Hopkins was traded traded away for David Johnson? That is just, I mean, uh, how do you? What do you even make of that? Like, how do you reconcile? Ay, ay, ay. Like waking up to that, you know? <laughs> um, they plugged in that trade into Madden, and Madden was like, "No, absolutely not." Uh, so the Bills, the Bills traded several picks. I think a first, a third, a fifth. For Stephon Diggs in the seventh, yep. something like that, yep. and Bill yep. Barn, Bill Barnwell tweeted, "This is a bad trade for the Texans <laughs> about the Bills <laughs> Vikings trade, which is great." That is hilarious. Uh, I, in any case, Brady, uh, he, I, un, unlike you, I thought he was coming back, and yeah. I'd also over the last year, especially after we we've talked about this on the pod, I think that after the Falcons come back, I made my peace with the entire Patriots dynasty. Yeah. And everything after that was gravy. And lo and behold, they won the Super Bowl again anyway. Yep. And I think that looking back on the 20 years of Brady, the thing I'm going to remember most is how he refused to go quietly into that good night, like again and again and again and again. Most notably, and I, I feel like this is the case for most sports fans if you ask them of all four major sports that they really relish the wins on the road and so them going into Kansas City and him taking on the heir apparent to everything Pat Mahomes and converting those third downs in overtime when he's in the cold 41 years old that is what's going to stick with me as sort of representative of how he carried himself for 20 years and I had a fever yeah. While that game was going on, I went into work sick, uh, which obviously does not look good now in 2020. No, Nobody going to no. work sick. Uh, uh, I went in because it was a blizzard that day or it was a lot of snow and five or six people had called out a city winery already. And I was like, OK, yeah. I feel I feel the sickness coming on, but I have to go in so that I'm not just they're not just completely hamstrung. And I went in and then I got out and they're like, OK, AJ, you can go home. And I was like, great. But then I looked up and it was the third quarter of this game. And the Texans had started the the Chiefs had started to to figure things out, and I, I was like, I this this is who knows if they're ever going to have this chance again. And I sat down and watched with all the patrons of City Winery as Brady just as Shannon Sharp put it, called upon his greatness again. Yeah. That's that's sort of what he did over the last couple of years. You know, it, Brady brought to this team and and on this twenty year run is that you could never count them out in any game, any score. You know, like, you could never count them out. And the two-minute drill. No question. And Incredible. They, they, uh, there was the game where they came back against the Broncos when they were down 24 to nothing. I remember yep. just, uh, you basically, Patriots fans at a certain point when you're down 20-plus, they were just like, okay, 
one turnover, and then Brady will take care of the rest, basically. Yep. And that's what happened with the Falcons game. It's what happened in that Denver game. You 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 reel off all the different comebacks. There are so many comebacks you kind of forget about. There was one against the yep. Tex. There's one against the Texans early in 2017 where he eventually threw the g- game-winning touchdown to Brandon Cooks, and yep. I was watching that game at a friend's house and everybody, nobody thought the Patriots were going to lose the game, even as they were down and had a third and 18 with less than a minute yeah. left. They're like, Brady's got this. And lo and behold, Brady fucking converted that third and 18 I casually. Uh, the, the, the Jaguars AFC championship game that year with uh, Danny Amendola, yeah. another third and 18. It just, it, it, it's the final level that people get to when Everybody thinks they're going to come through, and then they actually do each time. Yeah. Are you? Are you? What? To, to, I know that you're up. Uh, sad that he's he's gone, but are you yeah. sad that he is going to play for another team? Does that upset you? No, and you know what? I mean, I said this before. Like, I we we have had a string of seasons where the narrative the entire season is like Brady is falling off a cliff. Um, you know the Patriots aren't what they used to be, and all this stuff. And even despite that, they they want they want a, they want a championship. And I'm just like I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for the next era. I'm ready to find another franchise quarterback and and saddle up for the next couple decades. You know, not that I think that that's even that's probably not even a possibility. But I'm just I'm ready to move on. I, I'm happy for him. He's had an incredible career here. I mean. We are just absolutely spoiled. It's it's Brady has in effect made this generation of Boston sports fans the most insufferable sports fans anywhere in the country, and obviously the Celtics, Bruins, and Red Sox have helped contribute to that. But the Patriots are the ones who have sort of stamped it home. Yeah, and I would like to say, as someone who rides or dies for the Celtics above everybody else, that this yeah. city now belongs to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And I'm I love ready. it. I'm, I'm ready. so excited for that. Do I'm I so do, do I wish that. this city still belonged to Mookie Betts? Yes, yes, I do. That yeah, that hurts. Fine. That hurts much, much, much more than the Brady thing. I know that that right. might sound a little nuts to some people. No, the the Red Sox. The Red Sox are kind of an afterthought right now. We're not expected to be good. Grant, granted, again, sports are kind of an afterthought at the moment. But right, uh, right. I also wanted to talk a little bit, Sam, about the whole concept of the great athletes playing their whole career for one team because it happens so much more rarely than you think it does. Yeah. The only two examples, like three examples that you can think of in the NBA over our time watching it are Kobe, Dirk and Duncan. And you know, God bless all three of them. uh, RIP to Kobe. But the, the the list of, I cannot, I still can't believe that we, that we have to say that. Yeah. 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 Uh, That to me, I, I keep forgetting. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that is just gonna feel surreal as in perpetuity. the The list of athletes that have left after a long, long, long career, successful career in one place, is much longer. I have a list here that I wrote down in prep for this podcast. Doing a little. Who's who's at the top of that list? So I'm gonna go from least, sort of least great to greatest uh, in this order here, because you have guys. Like Tony Parker, who played his last year for the Charlotte Hornets, uh, future Hall of Famer. You have Paul Pierce, who left. Yep, the, Paul the, Pierce. Yep. You, you played for the Nets and the the Wizards. You've got uh, Ray Bork, who played for the Bruins forever and ever, and then finally left and won a cup with the Avalanche. 
you've got Brett Favre who played for the Jets and then the Vikings after playing for the the Packers for so long. And, and went to a conference championship with the Vikings, right? And went to, not only went to the the conference title game but in 2009 at age 40 had 41 touchdowns, seven picks and had that game won and then threw a Brett Favre interception and that, that then, then the Saints went to the Super Bowl. Ugh. Um, then we get into, you know, Patrick Ewing, uh, who played yeah. for the Knicks and then eventually played for the, the Magic in his last career. Akeem Olajuwon played for the Raptors at the end of his career. Just just yeah. ugly. And then we get to the very, very tippity top. You get to Emmett Smith, yeah. who played for the Cardinals, uh, and he still had 1,000 yards in his last season. Joe Montana, Brady's one of the people Brady gets compared to most often who played for the Chiefs and went to a conference title game with the Chiefs. Yep. And then the absolute big three of guys who are at Brady's level who did not play for one team for their whole career. That'd be Jerry Rice, who played for a bunch of different teams after he played for the 49ers for 16 years. Wayne Gretzky, who got traded from the Oilers to the Los Angeles Kings, took them to a Stanley Cup final. And last but not least, the person who Brady is really has been been in that put, pushed himself into this tier another goat Michael Jeffrey Jordan yep who who played for, came, who played his whole career for the Bulls but then couldn't stay away and played 3 years with the Wizards yeah so so dudes just don't all-time greats do not finish their careers with the team that they were great for by and large right do you think do you think so like some great players they play you know, ninety percent of their careers with one with one team, and then they go and play a season or two with another with another team. Yeah, they always end up signing like a one day contract and retiring with the team that they spent the most time with. Sure, you think Brady's, Brady's going to do something like that? I would hope so. Paul Pierce did that. Dwayne Wade played for the Bulls and the Cavs, and then had sort of a last year in Miami. I I would hope that Brady plays a year or two wherever he's going to play, and for the obviously we don't know where he's going to play yet. In fact, we well, may, it's down to like two teams. I think is it the Bucks and the Chargers, basically. Bucks and the Chargers. You know, it would be amazing. Um, what would be goes amazing? Goes to the Bucks. Goes to the Bucks, and we meet the Bucks in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I just, I just don't see the Patriots getting to the Super Bowl without Brady. But regardless, well, well, we got to, we got to talk about. So first of all, Bill Belichick is still in town, and we got to talk about. Who we're, who we're rolling with at QB next season. Right. Who who do you think? Uh, I'm going to throw three names out there. Go okay. on. Stidham. Sure. Who's on the team? Is a safe bet on the team. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to throw four names. Teddy Bridgewater. A guy who I like and who was good for the I Saints like last year. I like Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Breeze just signed a two-year contract. Teddy yep. Bridgewater might be looking to uh, – we might be looking to trade for Teddy Bridgewater. T- Teddy two gloves, um, man. I'm in. I'm in on that. Cam Newton, the Panthers are I, to a trade. People, people in New England would not like that. I would yeah. love, capital L-O-V-E, love that. I would love that. And then my fourth and favorite, can you guess? Phil Rivers. Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Rifle? The Red, is it the Red Rifle? Yeah, the Red, red Rocket? Rifle. It's the Red Rifle, right? Red. Would I be obligated I think, to get an Andy Dalton jersey as a redhead? I don't know. Oh, 100%. Here's the deal. I like Andy Dalton. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I, Don't do no, it to yourself, No, no. I'm Sam. all aboard. I am all aboard the Andy it. Dalton sweepstakes. I think he's the heir apparent. Not at all. No. Not in the not slightest. Even a not even. Every, Andy, you know, Dal- Andy Dalton is in that classic quarterback where 
everything if everything goes right with the rest of the team and how it's managed and the the rest of the roster, then you can have a great year. This and they okay. had they had that year in 2015. The Bengals did, and then he broke his thumb, and yep. they didn't have a chance. And AJ McCarron had to play for him instead, and they nearly beat the Steelers in a playoff game with AJ McCarron. That that was their chance. It's like him, Belichick, Derek Carr, that that whole classic quarterback. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, but who have they who have they played for? I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Sam. I I, I don't want to. I don't want to break down why Andy Dalton is not the heir apparent, other than telling you that you're you're a, a so silly. Let me, a silly let, me let me sprinkle some details on top of this here. So Bill Belichick likes Andy Dalton. Sure. thinks he's thinks he's a system quarterback, which is what we need. Yeah. If we're gonna have Bill Belichick at the at the helm, and then it's the Patriots. It's not the Bengals. It's not the Bengals. It's the Patriots organization. It's the Patriots way. It's the culture. We need a system quarterback, and I and I think that I would love Andy Dalton. I will say, uh, speaking of Patriots culture, that the two people who made me happiest in the, these last couple of days, as we've gone yep. into social isolation, is Matthew Slater and Devin McCourty re-signing with the Patriots. Oh my god! And really, like I got, I when I saw McCourty re-sign, I got, I almost got a little emotional because <laughs> he's a guy who I really want the Patriots to have his whole career. I love that guy, and yeah. he's still really good and might sniff the NFL Hall of Fame. He's certainly a Patriots Hall of Famer already. Anyway, yeah. I w- I'm, I'm yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. You you what? No, no. I I was just gonna say some players that I'm sad to see go, but you finished. Kyle Van Noy. Oh, Kyle Van Noy, Jamie Collins. Ah, two different stints with the Patriots. Uh, did he go and get his money somewhere? Good for him. You know. Yeah. Although he was a beast for us last year. Anyway. I, I want to get back to Brady, and I want to talk about our favorite Brady things. Yep. I want you to yep. I want you to fire off a couple of your favorite Brady memories, Brady games, and then we let's talk about some Brady off the field stuff, from yeah. the man Uggs to Giselle to the 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 hair, the 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 peaks and valleys of Brady's hairstyles. What, yeah. So so what are some the the one memory that I mean we have lots of Patriots memories together, the two of us. Um, yep. I think my favorite is us watching the 2014 Ravens game at the poorhouse. Oh my god! So that was so that was literally the game that came to mind for me. Yeah, yeah. It literally, I mean, that was like probably one of the best watching experiences I've ever had. It's the only time because I am very faithful to the family and to watching it with friends and mostly to watching yep. it with my dad. My dad is not cut out to go to a place like the poorhouse and watch a Patriots game. So I, nope. I spent my, no God bless Charlie Rose, but he likes sitting, <laughs> sitting on the couch. And so you, most of the, most Patriots games in history I've watched with him, but yep. that night it was me, you Ken Ree, my boys, Josh and Nate. And we all yep. went to the poorhouse downstairs and I was washing my hands when the Edelman oh, yeah. to, Edelman to Amendola pass happened, and I flew, and I heard everybody cheer, and I ran out with wet hands. Yep. You know why? Because I was thoroughly washing them, like we all I should know. be Thank doing. God. They weren't, they weren't bone dry. <laughs> and that that game that was kind of the peak of the Patriots Ravens rivalry those years, those three yep. four years. And Flacco was a killer in that game. Anquan Bolden, there was, and, and I I thought they they were. They were done, and then Brady just willed him back, and that throw to Brandon LaFell uh, is one of my favorite Brady throws ever. So I'm glad we both remember that game. Just kitchen sink stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's hard It's hard to pick a favorite memory, honestly. I, I just like 
what I loved the most was that his, his mindset and his just like, I mean, he was just like the ultimate culture fit. He, his mindset was like, I, what, what's my favorite ring? The next one, yeah, you know, and like, he just took care of business. He and was consistent. You're just the 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 degree to which you're never going to see this in the NFL again, and probably never going to see it in any of the four major sports again, can't be overstated. Yeah. In terms of a 20-year run. Even even in the NBA where it's more likely to happen because one person can affect it more. And you could see the the Patriots-Brady-Belichick parallel has always been the Spurs with Duncan and Popovich. But I just don't see that happening in the NBA now because of super teams and player movement and shorter contracts and guys just getting impatient. I just don't think you're going to see it. And you're certainly yeah. not going to see it in the NFL where – where the NFL changed six or seven times over the course of the yeah. 20 years and the Patriots just changed along with it. They would just morph into whatever team they needed to be week to week, month to month, year to year. It's incredible. I, you know, Bill, I, I will never forget Bob Ryan writing an article saying these are the good old days in the middle of the 07 undefeated season and that was yep. 13 years ago and we had the good old days for 12 more years i know and they the 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 the, the slew of different dudes that you that got put around brady that he made good yeah uh different receivers where are you now jabbar gaffney and oh my god Rache caldwell and um, d- different guys who came in and out. The the Patriots and Wes Welker. Wes Welker was not a guy before he came to the Patriots, and then he became right. a borderline Hall of Famer. Uh, did, did I think? Do you have a favorite year? A favorite team? A favorite title? Oh man! Well, you know, to be honest, like I. I don't really remember, like, I don't have solid memories of the early years. No, and this is, it's, I, I, I'm glad you said that because I was going to say this too, but keep going. I, so, like, my favorite year was probably, um, the, the Seahawks Super Bowl. 2014. Was that 2014? With, when Revis was I mean, on the team. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was incredible. What, what a game. Just, it's one of those games where it was like, I can't remember who made the catch uh, on the Seahawks. What was his name? Javon Curse. Made the catch from the yeah from the seat of his yeah, from, yeah. from the seat of his pants, right? Yeah. And it was just like, oh my god, this is the Giants all over again. And then the Patriots did oh, just the Patriots thing. Jermaine Curse, regardless. Jermaine so Curse. Does, yeah, yeah. And so, just when we thought we were out, won the game. You know, like I was, was like, I was screaming for Belichick to take a timeout, and they weren't taking a timeout. That was in, insane. That was insane. I remember just like I was watching it at UMass. And um, and I just, right after that pick, like I don't remember seeing anything. I was just embraced. We were just, had just all embraced. We were like falling on the couch or something. It was just like dark black, you know, but we we're all just like crying into each other. I, 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 thought, I thought that Butler had knocked it down incomplete. And oh, so man. I thought it was just imagine? I thought it was just third down. What did you what What did you think when when he when, came up with the ball? When and so a second later, it was people were all, all the Pats fans around me were reacting, and I was I just asked incredulously, "He intercepted it? He intercepted it?" Yeah. And and just 
basically like bent over and cried into my hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh my uh, god. That was... uh, we had we had a, a GoPro set up on top of the TV. Oh my god. And um, I don't know who it was, but someone forgot to click record. Oh, lovely. That would have been not gonna na- not gonna video. name names. Not gonna name names. I know exactly who it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple other random Patriots things that and Brady memories uh, throughout the years. Cause I agree with you. I remember bits and pieces of the first three Super Bowls. Lol. God, that's just right. such a ridiculous sentence. Like, to say. I, I remember, I remember like the tuck rule game. My parents made me go to bed. I, yeah, well, I, you know, like barely, I remember where I was. I don't, and I remember like images, but not like, I don't have like a lucid memory. Like, you know, like video type memory, you know, like I just remember where I was for that. As you know, I've got a memory like a steel trap. So I've got, I've got all these just, uh, uh, at the ready, but I, you're right that I remember basically from the Oh seven season yeah. on. And that's probably my favorite team, even, yeah. even oh, though they oh. lost the super bowl because they laid the smack down on everybody. I also think the 2010 team that lost to Mark Sanchez and the jets was really yeah. really enjoyable, and they they crushed everybody too, and went fourteen and two. Uh, but that 07 season and watching a singular talent like Randy Moss and and it was Brady's it was Brady's first MVP. He'd never won MVP yeah. before, and the fact that they just murdered people every <sighs> single weekend, they just crushed people. Yeah. Uh, I specifically remember a Sunday where Terrell Owens caught four touchdowns against the Redskins for the Cowboys. And the Cowboys were really good that year. And then that night, Sunday Night Football, Pat's Bills, Randy Moss caught four touchdowns in the first half. And I remember thinking, I remember thinking, did Brady and Moss like have a little conversation being like, hey, T.O. caught four. Let's do it in a half. Let's just – Oh, my God. Something like that. And, and Ma- I've never seen an athlete – do more incredible things while looking like he was in third gear than Randy Moss. Yeah. He did not oh look God, like he yeah. was expending all his energy. No, not like a you know like a Tyreek Hill type, right? And or, or not not even a a Calvin Johnson type where he's just right. uh, uh, physically overpowering everybody. Uh, yeah. Brady, some of some of the different some of the different comebacks. The Saints comeback where he throws the uh, touchdown to Kembrell Tompkins in the corner of the end yep. zone. I was streaming that from acapella practice. Uh, oh my god! Uh, off, yeah, online on my laptop, and there was bad service my, down there. One of my favorite regular season games, Thanksgiving butt fumble game. Oh my god, that was the, the smackdown on was, the, the Sanchez. A total smackdown, and I remember making a Facebook status back when people did that, uh, saying, "Hey, Jets fans, happy Thanksgiving." Yeah. Amazing. They, 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 it, yeah. Uh, Brandon Moore. Shout out to the butt of Brandon Moore. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely concussing. Okay. <laughs> Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Whose career was never really the same after that. No, no, no. no, maybe, yeah, maybe Link. Um, least favorite, least favorite game outside of the Super Bowl, though, was that 2009 um, AFC wildcard game. Which, we which, we, which, we, which we were at. I was wondering if we were going to yeah. bring that out. That was miserable. <laughs> that was tough. That was tough. Brady was awful in that game through like three picks. You know, I wasn't even I like this past year. I wasn't even surprised when we lost to the Titans. Uh, in the back of my head, I knew that there was a good chance that that would happen. Yeah, yeah. I thought we would outcoach them, but you know what? 
I mean, Vrabel outcoached Belichick in that game. Vrabel, Vrabel's a good coach. I, I also think that they that Titans team was really good and really believed, and they subsequently went and beat a phenomenal Ravens team and gave yep. the, gave the Chiefs hell for a half. So yeah, that was that was good. Um, here's what here's what I'm thinking. So Tannehill just signed like a hundred and eighteen million dollar contract with like sixty million guaranteed. When are we going to see another? Well, the Titans obviously signed him, but when are we going to see another quarterback like Brady who takes pay cut year after year to win football games? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if. Like if, I don't know if there's another one out there. And I don't know if there's. It's the 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 whole the leverage situation between him and Belichick and Kraft is so unique. Yeah. The the synergy that they had to have, despite some of the friction right and Brady understanding that in order for Belichick to do what he does that that he had to take less so that they weren't hamstrung by the salary cap and you see time and time again NFL teams get hamstrung by overpaying a few dudes right and and they the Patriots managed to avoid that and it allowed them to keep the revolving door of role players who just played their butts off and made them Super Bowl contenders. They made was it nine straight AFC title games? Something like that. Eight. Something great. Eight? Eleven. It might have been nine. I think it was eight. Eight. I think I think yeah, twenty eleven, tw- eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. I do not Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Uh uh so eight in a row. That's just not happening again. Yeah. Um who who would you put your money on? Uh, starting QB, Patriots, 2020-2021 season. Uh, Tua. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I, I I truly don't know. Now now that you said Teddy Bridgewater's name, I hope it's him, honestly. But yeah. but how would you rank how would you rank available like the four or I five mean for g- given given where given where their contracts would be, I think I'd probably have Bridgewater one and then uh, Stidham two because just to see a young guy throw him out there. Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton three, Phil Rivers four, and Eddie Dalton seventeenth. Oh my god, dude! You gotta, yeah, you gotta just. I don't know what kind of hate you've been manifesting for, for Andy Dalton, but you gotta put some of it aside. Can we also can we also talk about how? That Brady not only is a California kid who endeared himself to New England, but that he's a really fucking weird dude. He and is, oh yeah, he's just he's just very strange. And yeah, he he kind of hit this point. I don't I I don't think he's he's kind of post. He, he, I guess he's objectively handsome, but he's not yep. very sexual at all. And mm-hmm. he's this weird metrosexual like uh flaxseed eating kisses kids on the lips uh possibly conservative right yeah had a maga hat in his locker like we have to bring up that stuff too it's just very very hilarious to me that everybody in new england just rides or dies for him i guess it just goes to show that uh uh vince lombardi the greatest the greatest quote Maybe in the history of sports, winning ain't everything. Yeah. It's the only thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, no, his greatness and the winning culture. It just, you know, we don't 
that's that's what we do as a society. We don't question winners. Yeah. You know, they 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 don't there's no deep questioning there. It's keep winning. And when you're not winning, then then let's talk, but it's it's definitely I'm not as long as he's the quarterback, you know, I'm not really digging into like what, what his political opinions are or and he doesn't really make those he doesn't really make any of that known. That was another thing. Like he was very like Uh-oh. It looks like Sam hung up. Accidentally, I don't know what that was, but I'm sure he's about to call back. Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show, stalling for time on our Brady podcast. We're now over a half hour in, and Sam's back. Well, that th- that was brief. Yeah. We're back, though. Um, We're back. Sam, I, I, I know we've got to wrap this up because we've gone a half hour on Brady, and we're going to do yep. – uh, are, you, are you down to come back tomorrow and do some Corona stuff? Oh yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, 100%. Got to keep it rolling. Uh, yeah. But just just to tie a bow on this, I think Brady is the single best athlete in the history of Boston sports save for Bill Russell. And yeah. that's an incredible statement. He's whether he's I I don't like sort of the term greatest quarterback of all time because yeah. he's had he's had the greatest career. Whether he's yeah. the most talented or not, or whether he's the guy you'd take in a vacuum, he's had the greatest career. Yeah. And nobody's touching the playoff wins. Nobody's touching the the Super Bowls, Super Bowl appearances, et cetera, et cetera. And it's unassailable that he was kind of shared, again, R.I.P. Kobe. He had the Mamba mentality, right? Yeah. That he was would – even though he's not that athletic a dude, he would focus on his pliability and go to bed at 8 p.m. and have this guy, Alex Guerrero, I don't know, who, who, who knows, to do these different training methods. And he would prove it to you again and again and again and again. Yep. And they would go 12 and 4, 13 and 3, like clockwork. I. It is going to be a kind of interesting, fun wake up call where in the next 10 years, maybe the best the Patriots do is a plucky 10 and six wildcard berth, right? Yeah. I, I still think, again, I'm ready for that. I love, I love the AFC East celebrating today. I love that because nothing is guaranteed. And if if they think that Brady leaving the Patriots with Bill Belichick still at the helm and significant, uh, defensive players resigning, We'll see. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they, they could be in for a real rude awakening. This might not be over. <laughs> the show goes on. I the really, show goes on. I really, I, 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 for all the, for all the Patriots fans who are bumming out today, just be thankful for the last 20 years. I know it's going to, it's going to stink. I know Sam and I are at least partially in denial. It's going to stink to see Brady in another uniform, but it's just kind of how it goes. Why are you laughing? I'm thinking about uh, the video. Stephen A. So there's, no, there's like a meme. No, not the Stephen A one this time, but there's like a meme. Um, it's the Wolf of Wall Street thing. Oh, yeah. It's Brady pacing, and he goes, I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just, for every Patriots fan, that's that Stephen A video going, I am having a very bad day. This, <laughs> today... It's one of the worst days that I've had in a long time. Uh, yeah. uh, it, it's going to be okay. Just You know what? Yeah. This needed to come to an end. 
This that's where I'm at. All great things to... come to an end. The, Brady's last pass as a Patriot was a pick six. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather it end today <laughs> than in a year. Like I don't I don't think that they win the Super Bowl with Brady next year. I really wanted them to give it one more go, but it's regardless. It all it was on borrowed time. It was on house money. Really, yeah. after this, after after Malcolm Butler and the Seahawks, it was it was it was house money. Let alone after the the, the Falcons. Oh, yeah. Um. So Sam, thank you for coming on Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. Uh, I'm gonna post this as soon as I can, so hopefully it'll be up by one or two p.m. on this Tuesday. We're back tomorrow We're talking back. about. All our all our favorite and least favorite things that we've all been doing while in social isolation and social distancing, and yep. that is going to be very fun. Send your ideas to at the AJ Rose Show on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at the AJ Rose Show. Listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire at SoundCloud.com/slash Fighting Fire with Fire on Spotify, on Google Play, on Apple Podcasts. Rate us, review us, don't Venmo us, as Sam likes to say. Okay. Or or. Or do Venmo. <laughs> we'll, we'll get an official Venmo going. All right. I just don't think this is... I think focus... If you have money to Venmo people, maybe focus should, on yeah, people I, who are in worse off situations. I was going to say, maybe for our six or seven listeners, we should have some, like... We should try to, like, you know, coordinate some cash flow to people that actually need it. There you I go. There you go. Uh, for Sam Hannon, I'm AJ Rose. This has been Fighting Fire with Fire. Fuck! Mitch McConnell. And I will talk to you. Oh my god. And I will talk to we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Cheers. <laughs>